the name of the Lord. Our Father, we give you our worship, we give you our praise, we give you our thanksgiving tonight, and uh, we, we just want to love on you. We just want to love on you tonight, wherever you are hearing the sound of my voice, will you lift your two hands to him and just bless him and just love on him and just tell him, Lord, we're grateful. We're grateful for your mercy, we're grateful for your goodness. We celebrate you, our Father. Uh, we bless your name, we bless your name, immortal, invisible, the only wise God. It's to you that we've gathered tonight from far and near. Uh, uh, we, we've gathered to just worship and, uh, and to just connect in your presence and to just enjoy grace tonight. So we ask that you accept our worship. We ask that you accept our praise. Uh, let them come to you as sweet-smelling uh, uh, sacrifice with a beautiful aroma uh, that pleases your heart to, uh, this evening. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Take all the glory and all the praise. Uh, and we ask that you breathe upon everything that will be done uh, on, on, in this service today. Let everything bring your glory. Let hearts of men and women be drawn to you. Season your word with salt and let it minister grace to every hearer. Holy Spirit, have your way. Heal, set free, and deliver, and let your name be glorified. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Will you put your hands together and celebrate Jesus? Such a wonderful time to be in God's presence again this evening and whatever the time may be, wherever you may be joining us from and whatever platform you're joining us from tonight, I want to welcome you very, very specially. And I want you to know that God, our God, is still alive and well, doing great things in the midst of his people. And God who began a good work in your life is perfecting it uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus. So tonight, tonight, uh, it's taught by an angel, taught by an angel. Uh, we're celebrating uh, star witnesses. You know, this is a season where people are praying all kinds of prayers, like I've been saying, you know, on, on Sundays. Uh, people are praying out of fear, praying out of, uh, you know, the, the, the best uh, point to pray from this season is a point of rest, knowing that God, God has gone ahead of us. Uh, to perfect everything. So we are praying from the point of rest. And when you are praying from the point of rest, that means you are praying in faith. And because you are praying in faith and from the point of rest, then you want to pray prayers that gladden the heart of God. Prayers that are in alignment with the will of God. And one of the things that God is doing at this time with the COVID-19 pandemic and the issues uh, around our world today is that he wants to draw the heart of men and women to himself. God is drawing people to himself. What has happened is getting people's attention. And many people are just realizing that they've been living their lives for themselves. And this is the time uh, to check out what God has in mind for you. So if you're like me this season, you, you want to really check out what does God have in mind for me. And that should also affect my prayer life. So one of the greatest prayers that you and I can pray at this time is just like the prayer that Isaiah prayed in Isaiah chapter 6 uh, when you read uh, verse 8 there. Uh, he said, here I am, send me. Here I am, send me. Send me is a prayer that we're praying at this time. And in, some people have been sent before. Some people are going to be sent now. And some people are going to be receiving visitation. Uh, so whatever platform you're watching this from tonight, I want you to just go there and just, just write that prayer there. Say, send me, send me, send me, send me, send me, send me. And somebody who has been sent uh, and who is still on a mission, maybe it's an opportunity for you to say, I want a visitation. Because when God has, you know, sent you many times, or, you know, he sent you to many people, sometimes he will also send people to you. And that's what I call a visitation. 
where men and women will come to you and they are like angels of God because they've come to meet particular needs, especially the most important need in the life of a man and a woman, which is the need to be reconciled to our maker. And you know, uh, um, uh, uh, the Bible says that um, we, we, we have the ministry of reconciliation that God has given us a ministry of reconciliation. We are supposed to reconcile men back to God. One of the greatest missions that you and I can embark on with our lives is a mission for reconciliation where we preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ to a soul that is dying, a soul that, that is wasting away, a soul that is in eternal damnation and is eternally disconnected from God, that we can uh, step in and get the hand of God back into that life. So tonight, we're celebrating star witnesses. Uh, some of us have even sent in the names of people who uh, uh, ministered salvation to us or who aided our journey into the kingdom of God. We're going to be uh, celebrating some of those people on your behalf, even in the course of this service. Uh, but I, I think it's, it's a good opportunity for me at this point uh, to, to, to pause and just, just share my own personal experience as to how did I get saved. And also I'm going to uh, be showing you an example of two other people who have graciously uh, uh, told, I mean, been able to narrate their own salvation experience and uh, mentioning the names of people who actually uh, got used to reach out to them. Uh, so I wanted to get set tonight, settle in, because we're in for a good ride. And I also wanted to know that we're going to be praying together. We will also partake of the communion together. So get the communion element. You know, get, get the communion element and let's, let's be able to do that together. Uh, all right? So let's, 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 let's get at it straight up. Many years ago, uh, uh, you know, maybe about 30 or a little over 30 years ago, I had an experience with some young folks. So I was, um, I was a, a student in a boarding house, and uh, I had friends, young friends. I came from a Muslim background, as you may have heard from my story many times. And then I was in high school, and these guys uh, were, were just very nice guys to me. I started studying together with them. I was in the uh, like a literary and debating society in the school. Uh, we used to go for debating and um, jet competition for sciences and all that uh, together. And I realized that, that they were also uh, some of the very uh, most brilliant people in my school. Uh, that was government college Ibadan. And you know, at some point, these guys started to uh, challenge me with their lives. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. So we go to study together, and then they will say they want to pray together before they study. And as a Muslim boy, I would just sit in a corner. They would say one or two prayers together, maybe say one, one or two hymns, and say a prayer, and then they would start to study. And I just used to wonder, what kind of human beings are these? But somehow, their lives started to affect me one way or the other. One, I knew that all the you know, useless things that other boys do and wanted me to do with them, uh, like, you know, scaling the fence to get out of the boarding house to go out and, you know, do funny things in town. Or, you know, we had a girls-only school that was very close to us. My school was a boys-only school. Uh, some people just want to roam around that girls-only school, get to the, 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 the gates and, you know, all those kind of funny things. But these guys would not do all those kind of things. In fact, I also saw a level of responsibility in the way they were, uh, they were quite studious. And apart from that was that they, they, they tend to just do the right thing at the right time. They were well behaved. And I was wondering, 
how come they're different? But all of a sudden, they started to reach out to me, uh, you know, just asking me questions about my faith. As at which time, I mean, I, I was going, you know, to the mosque regularly, doing all the stuff as I've been taught from home. But there were things that really challenged me. I'll tell you one of them. One of them was the, 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 the first day we, we were on an endurance trek. And um, uh, this particular day, uh, one of my friends, I think this must have been Shegun Salami, um, uh, uh, you know, one of those guys, who was talking to me about prophecy. Now, as a, um, as a Muslim boy, I didn't know much about prophecy. Uh, I, didn't, I practically knew nothing about prophecy, really. And I was a young teenager. So I was saying, okay, what's prophecy? And he started talking to me. He started with, you know, with normal things that I should understand, like talking about Nostradamus, the man who saw tomorrow, and all his, his prophecies, and how they've come to pass, and the fact that the Bible was also a book of prophecies. And a lot of the prophecies there have come to pass, and some are still going to come to pass. That got my attention. And we just talked about that through that endurance trek um, for like an hour, go back into the boarding house, and then uh, um, we moved on to other things. And then I didn't know that it was a concerted effort amongst like uh, four or five of them to just reach out to me and, uh, you know, preach the gospel to me. And that just started a chain reaction um, where Guy Bidakobe was uh, in the same room with, with me in the boarding house. He also started reaching out to me. Muiwa uh, Kwesheton, who's another very good friend, he also started talking to me. Olumide uh, Williams, Dr. Okusanya, these are all my young friends. They were all my young friends who were speaking to me about Christ. Now, uh, this Friday evening uh, or Friday afternoon, I just left uh, the mosque for Juma service, and I was working down back to my hostel. I can't remember which of them, but one of them met me on the road and said, oh, God, man, we invited you to, to uh, our fellowship. We had a special event today, and we thought you would come. And I was like, no, 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 no. You know, I'm, eventually, he persuaded me, and I went to the, to, to the fellowship. It was a Friday fellowship, student fellowship, and there was an adult pastor from town, uh, uh, Pastor Shola Oladele, uh, who happened to be uh, the, a teacher then, and also God was using him to rally students together. He was the one that usually will organize that fellowship. I got to know him better later and got closer to him. And um, it was the, like the first to actually disciple me with a lot of these other young kids as at that time. He eventually became the principal of that school. And I was glad to be invited for his retirement. Uh, I think that was... Uh, uh, earlier last year or so, when he, retirement from, he retired from civil service and is now also a full-time pastor, also has a ministry in the city of Ibadan that reaches out to young people. Now, I've told all these stories to mention my own star witnesses, the people who witnessed Christ to me, uh, uh, starting from a man that I really deeply respect, who spent his entire life raising young people, Pastor Shalala Dile, kudos to you, sir. And uh, all of my friends that I've mentioned, they were my own star witnesses who uh, led me to Christ one way or the other. And uh, from that time up to today, uh, 30 years have gone uh, and we're still counting. And I'm still in the faith and God is using me in ways that I, I mean, I never could have imagined. Uh, God wants to use you, especially at this time. You know, Isaiah 60 says, uh, we should arise and shine for our light has come. And the glory of God has risen upon us. Said darkness will cover the earth and gross darkness the people, but our God will give us light. And when he has given us light, we are supposed to shine it. That's why, like I said, your prayer this season should not only just be, God, give me another job. God, give me this. I mean, we're going to continue to pray about such things, and God will continue to, you know, come 
to uh, uh, supply all of our needs, but God also has needs. The Bible says angels, I mean, they rejoice. It says they are, there's rejoicing in heaven over one soul that repents, over just one soul. Uh, how can you live your life to make heaven rejoice? That's the big deal for this time because heaven wants to rejoice. Uh, heaven wants to do a lot more on earth, and we are the agents, the ambassadors of heaven. We're Christ's ambassadors here on earth, to, to make things happen. We are the angels that God wants to send to people today, right here on this planet. And we are celebrating all the angels that God has sent in time past. I'm going to take just a few minutes and we're going to listen to uh, two testimonies, one from Jarisola uh, Shawana and Larry Babalola, both of them telling their stories of how God sent them angels, sent them people and mentioning the people that God has sent to them. And I'm going to be back, share a bit more, and then we're going to uh, spend some time to pray together. Uh, let, let's take those testimonies. Hello, my name is Jadisola Shawana. I'm a lawyer. Um, I'm also a business director for a food manufacturing company. Um, I want to share my salvation story. Um, I gave my life... Um, in 2001, that was when I was in 100 level in the University of Indore. I was a fresher in school and I attended every party. <laughs> so I got this invitation for a night party. It was supposed to be the inaugural party for a new club in school. The IV was elaborate, it was a dollar bill, it was, you know, really fantastic. So I was really interested in going for the party. And so I did. And um, when I got to the party, um, it was a regular party. I mean, I, I didn't even know what was going on until um, a particular pastor was invited over to speak to us. And he wasn't even introduced as a pastor. It was just like, oh, there's this mentor guy, he's all this and all that. I just wanted to share the word. And then he started to talk about his life and talk about how being a Christian has really helped him in his career and you know how it has changed his life. And that was the point I realized that, okay, it looks like um, this is a Christian-ish party. And um, but it was really cool. And the way the man spoke, it was really inspiring. So yes, um, I got a one-on-one -on -one with him and I gave, I gave my life. So that was where I gave my life in a night in a night party, and since then it's been it's been wonderful. It, it I mean from 2001 till now um, it's been God on my side. One major thing for me that has changed as a reason of giving my life to Christ is that before I gave my life to Christ, I never I, I never I used to tell myself I wasn't going to get married because. Um, I came from a dysfunctional family. My parents were always fighting. And left to me, I'll just say. Let them just be a partner. I mean, they're better partner. So I told myself I just won't belabor myself in marriage. I mean, I was just going to have a child through a guy somewhere, you know. And that was like the path that I set for myself. And um, looking at it now, if I had not given my life to Christ, I, I'm not sure I would have gotten married. I'm not sure I would have been willing, you know, to or interested in marriage and to the glory of God I have a fantastic marriage I've got three lovely children my life is wonderful and I give all the glory to God because without that um, without meeting him um, 
I'm sure I will be somebody else entirely different from who I am right now. So I'm grateful to God and that's my salvation story. So um, I would like to give a shout out to um, the person that invited me for the party. His name is Dayo Bankole. He's the pastor of the Greatness Church in Lagos. Um, he, used, he is my brother's friend. So that was how he was able to invite me for the party. He just walked up to me and said, hey, Tumbi sister, I'd like to invite you for this party and I give all the glory to God. So thank you, Pastor Dayo. Thank you for um, being part of uh, my salvation story. Thank you. My name is Larry Babalala. I'll tell you about my first encounter with Jesus Christ. As a young boy, 100 level student at the university, just finished playing basketball this Thursday evening. And uh, I saw this beautiful young lady, long hair, light skinned, just walking down the basketball court on the green grass. I remember very well, um, I approached her. I just wanted to do what everyone, um, every young boy of those days would do when you find yourself on campus. And uh, she made me feel very, very comfortable. She made me express myself. She laughed with me, but she was focused and she was going to where to her destination. Uh, but she encouraged me also to go with her. And at some point she asked me to go um, have a change of clothes in the hostel and that she would wait for me. So I was very excited. I jumped and went back to her. And, then, and I never knew she was leading me to the fellowship. It, was, it, it, it reminds me of when all these, uh, um, these meat sellers, when they are leading a cow to the abattoir, you know, and then to, just to slaughter him, you know. She led me perfectly there in order to have me strategically um, unknown to me, introduced to other guys. Other guys include Maya Adenuga, and those are the guys that basically just settled me in and and at, at different times all, both three of them have their three different strategies you know and they did that to several of my friends in my set it was a wonderful experience relating with them as friends but they were practically were doing the job that that god has told them to do they used their resources used their time use their skills and their experiences to ensure that they made me feel comfortable. They set up events that will mirror whatever is happening in the world right in church such that you will not miss anything. If you want to go to parties, you can have parties here in fellowship that will even be more fun. It's just that it will be Christ-based. We can then use that opportunity to also extend um, the same hands of fellowship to others. That's basically the strategy while, while we're on campus. And they also gave me responsibilities. They wanted you to take responsibilities of other young souls and evangelize to them the same way you have been brought in into the kingdom of God. It was, it was very interesting. I can't remember if myself and the young lady, her name was Bumi additional. Bumi, I don't know where she is right now, anywhere in the world, I, I, I don't know. We practically just lost contact since that first encounter. Um, and um, I mean, I became closer to other, other people in the fellowship. That's practically uh, my experience and my first encounter with Jesus Christ. Thank you.
All right. Uh, welcome back. I hope that was inspiring to you. Uh, uh, the story of Jadisola and Larry. Uh, Jadisola told the story about how somebody just invited her for a party and uh, because she loved to attend parties, she, she just went and she didn't know that uh, it was an outreach, uh, you know, in the in form of a party. And that was it. And the person that invited her, she mentioned the name of the pastor, Pastor Bankole, and, you know, she was celebrating the person. Um, if you know the person that aided your salvation or preached the gospel to you, uh, is it not a good time right now for you to say thank you? Perhaps the name of that person is on your mind right now. If you don't mind, whether you're on Facebook or you are on uh, Instagram or you are on YouTube or you're on Mixellar, can you just go right now and just write the name of the person and say thank you? Just like Jarisola said, thank you. Uh, to Pastor Dio Bankoli, can you just say thank you and just write the name of the person and say thank you. Just say thank you. Uh, the person may not be here to know, but somebody may know the person who will say thank you on your behalf to the person. But what say, that thank you, everyone is registering it uh, because that was an angel that God sent to you. And same for Larry, you know, he mentioned the name of three guys. Incidentally, I know all of them, all the three guys and himself. And I've known him since back in the day before he got saved also. And I know uh, the great work that those guys did in his life to be able to hold him down in the kingdom of God. Uh, this is the time for you to be able to say thank you to somebody who did that. Now, there are different ways that God wants to use each and every one of us to touch lives. Uh, sometimes it's in an academic environment. Some other times uh, is that somebody came through for you uh, when you are in a dark strait financially, and because of that, you became more open to them to be able to share the gospel with you. Uh, I know God has used so many people in time past, and some of the people whose names that you are writing down right now, uh, the people that maybe it's a time that you are despondent, you are discouraged, and God sent them to you, and eventually uh, they either preached to you, or they invited you to the fellowship, or got you to listen to a message, one way or the other, God used them. And there are ways that God wants to use us, and some, somehow it's just a lot of the time what is very okay with us. Like uh, you love to put parties together, and just God just wants to use you, uh, put up a nice party that somebody can come and somebody will share the word of God, like that is all our story. Or, uh, you know, Larry was, uh, was following a babe, uh, wanting to toast that lady, uh, you know, who the lady, but the lady was the one God used to just say, follow me, follow me to this place, a good place, and eventually he followed the lady to, to the fellowship, and the rest, like they say, is history. She, he, he listened to God's word that day, and then his life was transformed. So whether it's true friendship, uh, whether you're just a, a fine boy you know, who knows how to dress properly, and you, 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 that people are attracted to you because of that, and you want to just use that opportunity to just let them know God is the one that has been good to me. God is the one that has been, you know, meeting me at the point of need. Uh, whatever way God wants to use you this season, what we're saying is you need uh, to slow down and hear for yourself the fact that God is calling on you and he wants to use you. And sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's not convenient. Some of us say, oh, I'm an introvert. I, I don't know how to talk to people. Uh, it's not about whether you are an introvert or an extrovert. The most important thing is that there's something in you, something you can do, something around you that can 
uh, God can uh, use to get someone else uh, to, to, to connect with him. And that, that's what I want to speak to tonight. Um, uh, let, let me start out from the book of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 9. In Acts of the Apostles, chapter 9, we'll read the, the, we'll read the story of Saul, who was called Saul of Tarsus, who later became the Apostle Paul. Saul uh, was like a rebel leader, was like a Boko Haram, you know. He was the one that uh, the, the devil was using to persecute the, the disciples of Christ. In fact, when Stephen was being stoned, Saul was there. Uh, who, he was the one collecting the coats and the, you know, the personal effect of the people for their hands to be free to go and look for a good, a good stone, to stone Stephen, the first martyr of the church. You know, in Acts of the Apostles chapter 7. Uh, so, uh, this same Saul, after all that had happened, in Acts of the Apostles chapter 9, the Bible says in, in verse 1, then Saul, still breathing threat and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked letters from him to the synagogue of Damascus, so that if he found any who were of the way, the, by the way there, they were calling them the people of the way because, you know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man can come to the Father except by me. So they were calling them people of the way. They said, if he found anyone who, who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. So Saul literally was going around as an enemy of the gospel. Uh, you know, just, he would lay hold on... Uh, on a disciple or anybody that was preaching the gospel, bound them, and then he took them to Jerusalem. So he got the permission of the high priest to do that. So in verse 3, the Bible says, as he journeyed, uh, uh, as he, journeyed he came near Damascus. Don't forget, he was going to Damascus for, on an evil mission to, to just take people who are of the way, who are followers of Jesus Christ, and deal with them, and, and, you know, and, and, and bind them, and then take them with him to Jerusalem. And suddenly, a light shone around him, and then he fell to the ground and heard a, 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 a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who, who are you, Lord? He knew that whoever would knock him down like that must be a Lord. So he said, who are you, Lord? He was, he was trembling, you know. Then he said, I'm Jesus whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the gods, you know. So he trembled uh, and astonished he, so he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Now, let me pause there to say something. There are many people right now in our world, based on the, you know, the economic woes, the health issues, marital issues, all kinds of things going on in different industries and different nations, who are now taking the posture of the Apostle Paul, who have been knocked down financially, knocked down from their job, knocked down maritally, knocked down emotionally. And all they're saying is, uh, what will you, you know, what do you want from me? Uh, because the Bible says here that in verse 6 of Acts of the Apostles chapter 9, so he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Only God knows how many people around the world today are asking the same question, praying the same prayer. Lord, I'm tired. I'm tired of a life of addiction. I'm tired of a life of just being wasted perpetually, week in, week out, just wasted. Uh, I'm tired of uh, jumping from one relationship to the other, looking for validation and looking for somebody who will validate me. And because of that, uh, they, you know, they just use me and dump me. I'm, I'm tired of, you know, uh, uh, moving from 
pillar to post. I'm, I'm tired of you know, this debilitating health situation. That many people in different, I mean, people who are completely knocked down emotionally now, depressed because of things that have happened around them, and in their heart they're saying, if only I can get to know what to do to come out of this situation. Rather than, you know, just sleeping till 2 p.m. every day, spend the rest of the day maybe uh, drinking or uh, just binge watching on Netflix just for another day to come, uh, and, and they're just, just wasting away. The same way, that was the posture of the Apostle Paul here. He was knocked down, he was perplexed, he was trembling and astonished, and he said, look, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then, the Bible says, the Lord said to him, arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. Now, this is the interesting part. You know, some people are very ardent unbelievers in Christ Jesus, and sometimes we feel that it's only God that can reach out to them himself. That's the, because human beings have tried. And some of us are discouraged by people who are acclaimed atheists or who are very rebellious against God. You said this, I mean, some of them, it's like the spirit of the Antichrist himself is dwelling inside them. But you see, even when God reaches out to people and touches their heart, even if when he sends uh, 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 the heavenly angels to the, a person, at some point in time, there will still be a need for human intervention. In this case, Christ had to appear to Saul himself. But as, uh, after that, he had to go into the city, as God directed him. Then a human being has to come and minister to him and put him straight. And that was what happened. So uh, the, 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 the Bible says in verse 10 there, Now there was a certain disciple... Uh, at Damascus, named Ananias, a disciple of Christ, just like you and I, a regular guy in uh, Ananias. Just the Bible did not say he was an high priest. I mean, a high priest, or he was a, a pastor, or this or that. He was just a disciple, a certain disciple, a certain disciple, uh, 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 Joel, a certain disciple, Ade, a certain disciple, Emeka, a certain disciple, uh, whatever your name may be. Uh, uh, listening to me tonight and watching this, uh, a certain disciple like yourself. The Bible says a certain disciple in Damascus, and uh, Damascus can be Lagos, it can be Paracot, it can be London, England, it, it, it can be uh, Houston, Texas, it, 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 you know, Damascus can be Toronto, Canada, Damascus can be uh, uh, Dubai, UAE, wherever you are right now. Damascus can, you know, can be uh, northern Nigeria, in Damaturu, wherever you, you may be right now. Uh, this disciple was just a regular Joe, just living and doing his own thing in the city where uh, Saul was going. And the Bible says God spoke to him and, and, and uh, he spoke to him in a vision and, he said, uh, and called him Ananias and he said, here I am, Lord. You see that here I am again? That, that's what I call radical availability, like the message I preached last Sunday. You know, radical availability. This guy was just available. Here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to him, Arise, go to the street called Street, and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he's praying. And his prayer is, Lord, what would you have me do? I've been knocked down. He even lost his sight. Yeah. God really went hard on Saul because he wanted to use him. But he, had, he needed Ananias to, uh, you know, to hear God and then to go and minister to, to Saul. Uh, so God described that to him. Go there, you'll see Saul of Tarsus. Uh, uh, behold, he, he, he's praying. 
and in a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him so, so that he might receive his sight. Now, this whole thing looked like, you know, God just orchestrating, uh, you know, one supernatural to another supernatural with hearts that are receptive. Saul himself, his heart had become tender. You know, it's like uh, 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 God has already sown the seed. He just wanted somebody to come and straighten him out. So he was already praying and he had seen in a vision that God was going to send somebody to him who would pray for him to regain his sight. And regaining his sight there uh, is very symbolic. It was like God was giving him a second chance at life. You know, just starting afresh. Because when he knocked him down and took his sight, it's like, look, uh, 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 I'm just going to hold you at this point until I send somebody to you who will restore your sight with my power and give you an opportunity to start afresh your life. And that was going to be uh, uh, you know, uh, a rebranding, a renewer uh, for, 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 for Saul to become poor and then take hold of the purpose of God uh, on his life. You know, just switching from this very destructive person to the kingdom of God to becoming somebody who is now become, going to become destructive to the kingdom of darkness. And when God has such critical operations in the spirit, he's always looking for people like you and I. We don't have to be spiritual juggernauts. We just need to be available for God to use us. Ananias was just a regular disciple of Christ. The Bible says, then, in verse 13, then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm, how much harm he, he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has, um, here he has the authority from the chief priest to bind all who call on your name. What Ananias was saying was that, Lord, I've heard the testimony of Saul. Saul is spoke around, like we say right now in Nigeria. Saul is not somebody that you just go and meet. Saul has been orchestrating the killing of believers. You know, a lot of the time God will send us to people and we will have our excuses for not wanting to do that. God may send you to your boss and you say, ah, this same man will do my appraiser or this same man will do my confirmation. I have to behave myself around him. Uh, I, I can't afford to preach to him. Or I can't afford, you know, to do anything spiritual around him. But you don't know. Maybe that boss at that time is in a, uh, in a critical stage in his marriage that marriage may be about breaking and God may just want you to, you know, say something that will soften his heart. And then he will take it up from there. Sometimes it's your, a benefactor or, you know, or somebody who is, has been a threat to the community or somebody who does not talk to anybody. The, the, you know, you may have a neighbor who hates your God, but God is saying, show him love and show her love so that you can preach my word to her. And that's what I'm saying to you tonight, that you need to open up your heart like Ananias did here. Because Ananias, you know, he wasn't kidding himself. He voiced out his, his, you know, the issues that he had with this whole thing. Saul is not an easy person. I can't just go and, and just, you know, he had the authority of the chief priest to, 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 to nab anyone who will come and preach Christ. The Bible says in verse 15, But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine, to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and children of Israel, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my sake. And the Bible says in verse 17, And Ananias went his way and entered the house, and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, 
who appeared to you on the road as you came has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says, look at verse 18, immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales and he received his sight and he arose and was baptized. It was a simple prayer. A lot of the time when God is sending us to preach to people or to lead people on the right path uh, for salvation, we think we have to do a lot. God is just looking for a mouthpiece. So what is to just say something? His power falls on what we have said. Look at the simple prayer that Ananias, you know, prayed. It was not really a prayer. It was as if he was just talking to Saul. But as Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you, that doesn't sound like a very strong prayer. It's just the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you were coming, sent me to you that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And he put his hand on him. He, he was not an acclaimed healer or miracle worker. He was just a regular disciple. Put his hand on him. God was just looking for anybody to use. And may that person be you this season. May God find you available to use this season. Can I get your amen? If, if, if you're still right there, I want you to go there and type amen to that prayer. I said, may the Lord find you to use this season in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, because, uh, you know, uh, all that Ananias needed to do was just to show up and just tell Saul, this is what God has said. And I'm saying it to you. I'm just a, a witness. And he became a star witness. Anywhere the story of the great apostle Paul, who later wrote, uh, you know, uh, wrote about uh, two-thirds or so of the New Testament, that same uh, 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 story about him, you cannot tell that story without telling the story of the star witness, Ananias, who just went out there and just put his hand on him and said, Brother Saul, Jesus Christ, who met you on the way as you were coming, sent me to you, that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And verse 18, the moment he said that, immediately there fell from his eyes a scale, and his eyes were opened, and he was baptized immediately. Who is God sending you to this season? Because it can be that simple. You think it's going to be something serious, but it can be that simple. All through the Bible, God sent people. In Exodus chapter 3, he sent Moses. Moses was an answer to prayer. He sent Moses to the children of Israel. Moses thought it was going to be something very serious, but God just said, what do you have in your hand? It's a rod, right? Throw it down. And it became a snake. And he said, you know, pick it up again by the tail. Then go. Because when you get there, I already, you know, capacitate you with what you will need to be able to get the job done. So like I said, uh, there are people crying at this season. Just like the children of Israel were crying. And the Bible says that their, their, their cry came to God and then God sent Moses. Yeah, God sent Moses. All through the Bible, again, like I said, you see God sending people. In Acts of the Apostles chapter 10, the next chapter after now, you see God sent Peter to the house of Colinius. Time will not permit me to read through that. Peter too had his misgivings. Oh, I, I, I can't relate with Gentiles. Some of us today, uh, you know, God is telling you to, to, to speak to that guy who is hooked on weed, who, you know, who is usually looking on cat, but you say, no, I'm a fine boy, I'm a fine girl, I can't, I don't roll with such people. That was what uh, Peter was saying in Acts chapter 10, I don't roll with such people. Uh, you know, that my neighbor is a snob, or, you know, that colleague at work, oh, that one that's so full of himself. Let, him, let, let me just leave him. Uh, if he perish, let, God, God is with him. God will send somebody else. But God is touching your heart that this is the time for you to be the one that he will use. With all the misgivings that Peter had, God said, it's time for you to go to the house of Colonials. Don't call what I've 
you know, made clean. Don't call it unclean. Uh, and, you know, well, there's so many stories. In, in Acts chapter 8, you see the story of Philip. Philip, the evangelist, a young man that was just recruited uh, to serve tables uh, when they chose the seven deacons. And a fresh deacon. Before you know it, Philip was listening to God and hearing God. And God said, go to a particular street. And he saw the Ethiopia Enoch there. And, you know, just like that, God said, move closer to the chariot. Which chariot is God telling you to move closer to? In your community, at work, at home, within your immediate family. Who is God telling you to move closer to this season? Or to check on, uh, on them more regularly? Maybe there's something they're going to tell you. Because Philip just heard the Ethiopian Enoch just, you know, who came to Jerusalem to worship and, you know, it was the, 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 the one in charge of treasury of Candace, the, the, the queen of Ethiopia, you know, a big kingdom there. And this was a very influential man. There are some of us listening to me tonight. God wants to send you to influential people. Some people, God wants to send you to very rebellious people like the, the, like Saul, who later became Apostle Paul. This uh, Philip, in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 8, when you read from verse 26, God sent him to a very influential person in the person of, uh, uh, you know, the Ethiopian Enoch. The man was reading the Bible. He didn't understand what he was reading. Philip just asked a simple question. Understand you, uh, understand, King James, understand thou what thou readest? And he said, no. How can I understand except somebody explains it to me? And that was it. He said, can I explain it to you? Come on, come on, explain it. God has already gone ahead of us. We just want to make up our mind that, look, I want God to use me. I want God to send me. And, you know, all through the Bible, you see the Bible is replete with people who have been sent. Who are you sent? Who have you been sent to? Yeah? Who, uh, 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 you know, and who has been sent to you in time past? Those are the questions that we, we need to answer tonight. As we remember the people that God sent to us in time past, we must come to the realization of the fact that uh, this thing is a two-way street. God sends people to us, and he wants to send us to other people. Yeah, he sends people to us, and he wants to send us to other people. It's like the story of, uh, uh, lastly tonight, like the story of uh, uh, Elijah in 1 Kings 17. Elijah had needs. His need was, was tangible, food. Yeah, you know, Elijah had need for food. And when God will show up for him in 1 Kings 17 there from verse, verse 8, the brook dried up and the Bible says, God said to Elijah, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon. I've commanded the widow there to feed you. Elijah needed the widow, the widow needed Elijah. If you put it like that there, as if Elijah as a prophet of God, figuratively, is standing in for God, a lot of the time, God needs us and we need God. God needs us to be his witness. Acts 1 and verse 8, uh, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me. And it starts from your Jerusalem, your immediate family, your local, uh, you know. And then from there, he said to, to Judea, which is another familiar territory. Then to Samaria, which is a non-familiar territory. Like what we saw in the, in the, in the, uh, you know, the story of Jesus, uh, uh, where he asked the question, they asked him the question, who is my neighbor? It was the, the Samaritan who went after that, that, you know, that Jewish person and paid for his hospital bill in the story of the Good Samaritan. You know, we call it the Good Samaritan. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Samaritans and the Jews, they, they didn't mingle together. But that Samaritan guy had to cross racial barrier, ethnic barrier, to go minister to that person who was in a dire strait at that time, having been robbed 
you know, by, 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 by thieves. That's in Luke chapter 10 uh, from verse 25 if you, uh, down to verse 40 if you want to, to read that. And you know in verse 29 of Luke chapter 10, uh, the, the critical question that the guy who was trying to trick Christ was asking is, who is my neighbor? Who is my neighbor? And Jesus said, hey, uh, uh, let me tell you this story. Then he told the story of the Good Samaritan that we, are, we should all be familiar with. And at the end of the story, he said, who, is my, who, who should be your neighbor? He said, the one who went and ministered to him. Now, the big question today is, have you been a neighbor to anyone recently? Has God used you in any way recently to show up for someone? Like Elijah showed up in the house of the widow, like God had a need, because Elijah was doing the work of God then and he had a need. The widow also had a need, but... Because the widow were attend to the need of Elijah, she never lacked again for the rest of that farming period. And that's the same thing that God is doing this season. This is a farming period. This is a time where uh, we had all, we've had all kinds of forecast about what is going to happen in our world. But for the people who will prioritize the need of God this season, to be able to say, God, wherever you want to send me, I will go. Yeah. Wherever you want to send me, I will go. I want to be a star witness for you. For such people, uh, they will enjoy a divine covering this season. They will enjoy divine presence and the hand of God. They will not live in fear. Even if all things are not, you know, together, but they will know that God is going to work everything out for their good because that life is on the straight and narrow, just listening to God and doing the will of God. And that's where I believe God wants all of us to be this season. Uh, have you been taught by an angel before? <laughs> Has God sent somebody to you before? It's time for you to become the angel that God wants to send to someone else also. Uh, so this is the time for all of us to gel up to become the star witness that God is looking for. Lastly, this evening, uh, uh, we're going to start to pray in a moment. But before we start to pray, let me just read this Psalm 68 and verse number 6. It's been on my heart. Psalm 68 and verse number 6. There are many people around us today who are lonely, who are, you know, who are going through a lot. And in Psalm 68 verse 6, in the New King James Version, the Bible says, God set the solitaries in families. He brings out those who are bound uh, into prosperity, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. Look at the New Living Translation rendition of this Psalm 68 and verse number 6. The Bible says, God places the lonely in families. He sets the prisoners free and gives them joy. There are many people who are in prison to many things this season who God wants to set free. Uh, uh, people who need joy this season. And God wants to use us because he says, God places the lonely in families. You may be the family... That, I mean, the family setting that God wants to bring a lonely person to. And he's going to send you to them. People, uh, uh, you know, post-COVID will move from place to place. Some people will change jobs. Some people will, jo I mean, you'll meet new people at work, afresh. Some people will move to a different city. God wants to settle them and he wants to use you. And as he uses you, the primary thing is for us to be able to uh, preach the gospel to them. That's what God wants to do through us. Because the greatest gift that you can give anyone is to bring them to the knowledge of the saving grace that is in our Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, God is uh, uh, positioning lonely people in families this season. And you and I are the families. We are the neighbor. Because he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, 
It doesn't stop there, but love your neighbor as yourself. Who is my neighbor? Who is that person that God is directing you to this season? Will you open up your heart and allow him to use you to touch that life? That's a big question that you need to answer tonight. Uh, uh, and as we are answering that prayer, uh, I want you to uh, just allow God to put pictures of people in your heart, names of people in your heart, people that it may be, you know, leading you to. Will you bow down your heads right now? We're, we're going to start to pray. Uh, and uh, another thing that I want us to do is to pray for people tonight. We're going to be praying for souls. There are people in your family. There are friends that you have uh, that need the gift of salvation. This is the night that God wants to use you and I to travail on their behalf. You know what the scripture says in, in Psalm, uh, Psalm number 2 and verse, verse 8? It says, ask of me, Psalm 2 and verse 8, ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. God is waiting for us to ask. When we ask in the place of prayer, then we will start to hear and gain direction uh, to the people that he's sending us to. The reason why it looks like maybe God has not sent it to anyone in recent time, it may just be simply because you've not had any burden in your heart for souls. And maybe it's been a long time you prayed for anyone that is not saved or that is going through a rough patch in their faith. There are many people who are doubting God at this time. Many people who are just backsliding, you know, and sliding out of, of God's kingdom at this time. God is going to use you tonight and use me tonight as we pray to restore backsliders, to bring them back home. In the name of the Lord Jesus, will you lift your two hands tonight and just bless him and appreciate him as we start to pray. Uh, you can also send your own prayer point uh, through the chat room, uh, uh, the comment section there. You can, you can post your prayer point there. I'm going to pray together. Uh, as much as possible, I want our prayers to be focused on souls or people who are suffering, somebody that you need us to pray for who is, who is going through a phase right now, whether it's an addiction, it's discouragement, it's depression, or somebody who is sick, somebody that it looks like the devil is really dealing with, holding down at this time. Whether the person is a friend or family, we want to lift our voices together tonight to pray for such people. And I, I want you to join in this prayer. And if there's anyone watching this tonight and you're not saved yet, I also want you to know that God wants to save your soul. So as we pray tonight, it's a time for you to surrender your heart to Jesus and let him know uh, that you're fully submitted to him. Uh, you're fully submitted. Maybe before we start to pray, maybe I should pray for such a person. Anyone joined to this broadcast tonight, whether on the audio platform or the video platform, you, you know you're you're, you're, you're you're a backsliding Christian. You want to come back to Jesus. Uh, uh, maybe God is sending all of us to you tonight to help your faith, to get you back on the right path. And if you don't mind, all I want you to do is to go on, on, on that, that chat room and just say, I, I, I'm giving my life to Jesus. If you want to say this prayer with me, just say, I'm giving my life to Jesus. We'll send you a link. We'll be able to connect with you. And we will be able to send you materials that will make you a stable believer. Just right there, write it, I'm giving my life to Jesus. And we'll be able to reach out to you. But uh, as you're writing, I want you to just say after me, say this prayer after me. If, you, if you're rededicating your life to Jesus or you want to give your life to Jesus, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I acknowledge that I'm out of fellowship with you and with the Holy Spirit. This evening, I want to reconnect with you. So I ask that you forgive me my sins 
and cleanse me from every unrighteousness. I come to you today, I release my life to you, and I accept you again as my Lord and my personal Savior. Start a new work in my life. Perfect what you have started and let your hand rest upon me. In Jesus' precious name, amen. If you just said that prayer, just go to the chat room. I just gave my life to Christ or I'm giving my life to Christ and we'll be able to reach out to you and connect with you vitally. Now, everyone, can you lift your two hands to Jesus tonight and begin to pray in the spirit, asking him to touch uh, your heart tonight with the things that touch his own heart. In the name of the Lord Jesus, will you begin to pray in the spirit and say, Lord, I want to be a star witness for you. I want to be a star witness for you. You know the purpose, the purpose of of, of the, the, the coming of the Holy Spirit. It's not just for us to speak in tongues. It's not just for us uh, uh, to have an idea of what's going to happen tomorrow. No, it's also for us to be a witness. Will you speak to God tonight and ask him, Lord, make me a, 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 a star witness. I want, to be, I want to be able to step into your purpose. I want to be able to step into the life of a soul that you want to save at this time. I want to be able to step into, I want to be the Ananias of today in the life of a knockdown soul who needs to come back to you fully and do your will for his life. Will you speak to God? Speak to God tonight uh, because God wants to use you. He wants to use you. I, I want to talk to him. I want to be that Ananias. I want to be a Peter that is sent to the house of Cornelius. I want you to speak to God tonight. I want you to speak to God tonight. God is doing something new in your life. He wants to, he, he wants to use you. He wants to make you a star witness. Will you tell him, somebody tonight, here I am, send me. Send me to my neighbor. Send me, you know, uh, to, to, to that colleague at work. Send me to my driver. Send me uh, to, to, you know, to, to, to my housemate. Send me to my gate man. He, he, God just needs us to show up. Send me to my boss. Send me to my brother, that, that, that family member. Send me, send me, send me. You don't need to think about what to say. Just release yourself to God. Uh, he wants to just make you a star witness. Somebody this season, it may just even be a Zoom call or something or a small gathering that God will put in your heart just to save souls. Something that you will post on social media and it will touch people's lives and they will make a comment and right there, God is using you to touch lives. I can go on and on and on, but there are different ways that God wants to use you this season. And I want you to just tell him, Lord, I yield myself to you. I yield myself to you. Use me. Touch people's lives through me. Use me. Use me. Use me. In the name of the Lord Jesus, lift your voice to him. Lift your voice to him. Talk to God tonight. He wants to use you. He wants to use you as an agent of transformation. He said, ask of me the heathens and the uttermost part of the heart. He said, I will give them to you. Ask of me the heathens, the nations. I will give them to you. Uh, Jesus said, if that's what you have asked nothing, he said, ask that your joy may be full. And I want you to pray tonight. Pray for souls. Lord, give me souls this season. Lord, give me the soul of this, my friend. Give me the heart of this, my friend. That should be the prayer of your heart this season. I want to be used uh, uh, of you, Lord, to make everyone rejoice over the heart. Uh, there's so much gloominess and darkness upon our world today. But God wants to use you and I uh, to bring joy into a life and to bring joy into heaven because heaven rejoices over every soul that repents. Glory be to Jesus. So I wanted to, to lift up your voice right now and continue to pray uh, uh, because grace is being released tonight. Grace is being released tonight. Grace is being released tonight. God wants to use you. He wants to use me. 
God wants to use you, he wants to use me. Even Christ needed John the Baptist to validate him and to speak kindly concerning him. And God may be sending you to someone this season. Will you ask him, Lord, open my eyes to the person that you are sending me to this season. Open my eyes. I don't want to second guess your call upon my life. Open my eyes. And if there's any way that I've looked away in places where you really wanted to use me, Lord, open my eyes to it. Help me. Help me. Help me to, 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 to be uh, awake to my responsibility. Help me to be awake to what you want to do uh, through me this season. Will you speak to God tonight? Speak to God tonight. Speak to God tonight. God wants to use you this season. He wants to use you this season. Now it's time for you to mention names. Names of people that you want God to touch. Uh, maybe through you, maybe through any other person, you know, God is raising angels in human flesh this season to touch lives. Will you mention the name of, uh, of a friend, a neighbor, someone that you want God to touch this season and begin to pray and say, Lord, send them an angel. Send them someone. Send them someone that will minister to them. Or mention the name of that friend. Mention the name of that, that sibling, that, that cousin, that uncle. It may even be your parent. Uh, uh, no one is too big for God to save. Will you pray for them tonight? Because I believe that God wants to save souls this season. God wants to save souls this season. Uh, pray, pray, mention names in the name of the Lord Jesus. Rebra, Tuko, Shipra, Akre, Dike, Sita, Yebra, Daga, Setikra, Andre, Diga, Shataya, Roboko, Susoto, Korodobosha, Mary, Degebosa, Menkra, Dike, Sita, Pra, Akre, Degisho, Tupra, Ankra, Dike, Shotaya, Rakasata, Karadagabasha, Ekarada Gabosa, Pre Ekre Ekre di Katuso Supra, Arada Gabosha, Marada Gasete Kere de Gebosha. I can see many people mentioning names of people and uh, writing them in the chat room. You can also do the same. Just mention the name of someone. Uh, right now, I want us to be able to, uh, to begin to pray over every name that has been dropped uh, tonight. Uh, I want us to just pray. Uh, stretch forth your hand towards your screen, uh, whether the screen of your phone, your iPad, or TV. Stretch forth your hand towards that screen and begin to to pray. There are many names that have been dropped right now. I wanted to start to pray concerning those people. Mention their names. I see somebody uh, who, who put uh, uh, a name of a person. They said, uh, I pray that Emiola is draw closer to God. Somebody says, uh, 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 that God will restore the, the health of Alicia's dad. Uh, what, what, whatever prayer point that we have there right now, as we pray right now, I see the hand of God resting upon every name that's mentioned, whether it's for healing or, or for salvation, the hand of God. Somebody, uh, uh, Cynthia, is, is saying he wants us to pray for uh, for. For, she wants us to pray for her uncle uh, to be saved. Uh, who, 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 whatever name is written here right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray that the hand of God comes upon each and every name uh, for salvation, for healing, for deliverances. We decree that heavens, the heavens are open over each and every one of these names. We declare in the name of Jesus that the holds of addiction broken, the hold of frustration broken over their lives in the name of Jesus. We decree that the hold of depression is broken over these lives. Every name that is written, every name that is being mentioned right now, with everyone joined to this broadcast, we decree and declare that chains are broken. In the name of the Lord Jesus, by the power in the blood of Jesus, we declare that chains are broken. Chains are broken. Chains are broken in the name of Jesus, and we decree a setting free. Jesus, you said, we should ask of you the heathens, and you will give them to us as our inheritance. Lord, tonight, we are not asking for inheritance of material things. We are asking for souls. 
And we ask that you hear the prayers of your people. Cause the heavens to open over every name that is being mentioned here tonight. Cause the heavens to open over them. Wherever they may be, all around the world, we ask that you send them. Send them an angel. Send them someone who will witness to them. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Rekratuso supre ikra andre dige ye krando rudo bosa mekere dege bosa maradagaba sataya. People are writing names of sons, of brothers, of sisters, of uncles. We pray over all those names tonight. We decree in the name of Jesus aradaba sataya reketoto korodogobosha. We decree in the name of Jesus that these these lives are transformed in the name of Jesus. These lives are transformed in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare right now that the hand of Jehovah touches this life in the name of the Lord Jesus Maride Gebosha Reke Suso Topra Acre Dige Likere de Bosha Maride Gebuso Supre Ikra Andre de Geboya Rakata Yaba Bere de Gebosa We decree that these souls are rescued from destruction in the name that is above every name the name of the Lord Jesus Father we thank you we give you glory we give you praise in the precious name of Jesus uh, we're still praying we're still praying uh, I, I want us to, to, to pray. We have prayed for God uh, to use us and send us to people. Many of us are also in situations of life where we need God to send people to us. And God is the orchestrator of our destinies. He's the one that can send destiny helpers to us. Uh, for everyone who has prayed for people tonight, and you have prayed for God uh, to win souls through you, I also want you to pray. In any area of life, where you need help right now, that a God who is called the Waymaker will send help to you. Lift your two hands to Jesus tonight and begin to declare. Mention the area where you need God to send help to you. Send help in form of a human being. Send help in any way. I want you to declare tonight the help of God is made available to me. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I want you to begin to declare it. Help from above. Help from above. Help from above. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Ragasatayaba. I want you to appropriate it as we bring this prayer to a close. I want you to start to declare it that help is also made available to you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, that the help of God is made available to you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Rakuto Praakre de Gele Bosha, Maradagabosha. Every helper of destiny that has been delayed, every helper of destiny that has been stopped, in the name of Jesus, we command that such are released. In the name of Jesus, even this, uh, whatever may be going on in your city, whether there's a lockdown or not, every help that you need this season is released. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says God is the one that commands uh, the ravenous board from the east and the man that executes his counsel from a far country. Whoever you need, uh, in the name of Jesus, to execute God's counsel in your life, we command right now. The God who commands the ravenous board from the east and the man who executes his counsel from a far nation. That same God sends you help this season in the name of Jesus. And I decree over your life, you will not be stranded. In the name of Jesus, as you hear the voice of God, as he uses you to touch life, you will not be stranded in the affairs of your own life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, as you allow God to use you this season, 
uh, to reach out and touch a soul and, and speak the word of God to a soul, I decree in the name of Jesus, you will not be stranded. You will not lack help in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you praise. Will you lift your two hands to him and just bless his name, bless his name, bless his name, bless his name. Our God has begun a good work in your life and he will perfect it in the name of the Lord Jesus as you yield your heart to him this season, as you take your position as a star witness. Even today that we are celebrating star witnesses, I decree in the name of Jesus that you will not be stranded. In the name of Jesus, as you go out, you know, from, from tomorrow, I decree in the name of the Lord Jesus that my God orders your steps to people that is sending you to. He orders your steps into situations that is sending you to. He orders your steps into families that is sending you to. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, somebody shout a believing amen. And as you go out according to God's divine instruction, as you go out, as God leads you this season, you yourself will not be stranded. Members of your household will not be stranded. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I decree for everyone whose name that you have mentioned tonight, that the heavens open over their lives, grace works in their lives. The grace of God that brings salvation, uh, it shall appear to them in an unusual dimension this season. And our God is sending them. Help us in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So in the answer to the prayers, I want to lead us as we partake of the communion tonight. So I wanted to get your communion materials uh, closed, uh, your, your communion elements closed as we pray over uh, the, 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 the body, uh, I mean the flesh and the blood of Jesus tonight. I believe uh, that as we partake of this, there shall be a reawakening in every heart, especially towards souls. This communion of tonight is dedicated uh, to uh, budding and hunger for souls. That afresh God will awaken our heart to the need to be soul winners. And that as our hearts will be awakened to that which touches the heart of God, which is souls, whatever uh, touches our hearts, in the name of Jesus, uh, God will arise on our behalf. As we partake of this table tonight, I decree that somebody enjoys supernatural healing right now. As we partake of this table tonight, burdens are lifted. Yokes are destroyed in the name of Jesus. So I speak concerning that person who has had heaviness of heart for many days now. I command that that cloud of heaviness is lifted over your life. Now, in the name of Jesus, I speak concerning uh, that respiratory tract infection. I command it. It clears out now as we partake of this communion in the name of Jesus Someone who has been having, you know, a flow, an unusual flow of blood. Uh, I'm talking about a woman. Right now, I decree as we partake of this table tonight, your healing comes the same way it came for the woman with the usual blood in the Bible. I decree that that unusual flow st stops in the name of the Lord Jesus. The hand of Jehovah touches you right now and heals you from that affliction in the name of the Lord Jesus. I command tonight that tongues are loosed, especially of children who have not been able to talk. Uh, tonight, the hand of God comes upon every child that is connected to this broadcast. And I decree that, that your tongue is loosed in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, everlasting Father. Someone who has been struggling to hear God clearly will share the testimony 
of Ananias tonight, of Philip, of Peter, how they heard God, whether in trance, in vision, or just in their thoughts, in their mind. As we partake of this table tonight, this communion tonight, I decree and declare, seeing eyes and hearing ears, you will no longer struggle to know the will of God. You will be able to recognize divine signals promptly in the name of Jesus. By the power in the blood, every impediment to smooth fellowship with Jehovah is removed in the name of Jesus. Walk in the light of God. Walk in full fellowship with Jehovah from this moment forward. Thank you, everlasting Father. So, our Father, we declare that this is your body that was broken for us and your blood that was shed for us. We do this according to your commandment and in remembrance of you. And we, uh, tonight, invoke the power of redemption. We ask that it takes full effect again in every life. Thank you for the covering of the blood over us and our household. And thank you for mighty deliverances, healings in the name of Jesus. Thank you for cleansing of heart and mind. Thank you for a new beginning for someone. Thank you for open heavens. We partake in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus. Please go ahead and partake of the communion. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. As we partake of the communion, give God some praise tonight and celebrate him for his goodness, his mercy. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We bless your name for your goodness, for your mercy, and for all that you do in the life of your people. Uh, if it's your first time joining any event of the Elevation Church, I want to welcome you very, very specially. If you don't mind, uh, if you've never joined any of our events before and it's your first time, we want to recognize your presence. If you don't mind, just go to the chat room, whether you're on the audio or, or, or the video platform, uh, MixLR, YouTube, Facebook, whatever platform you are, Instagram, just go there and let us know. It's your first time getting on any Elevation Church platform or Elevation Church event, and we would love uh, to, uh, to get, you know, uh, connected with you so we can send you uh, some, some gift that we love to give our first-time guests. Thank you for coming and God bless you. Thank you for joining this event. Now before we bring this all to a close, it's also important that we give to God tonight uh, uh, whichever uh, way is convenient for you. And if you're on the audio platform, uh, the link uh, to our giving platform, uh, which is elevationng.org forward slash giving, will also be available. You can take your time and uh, uh, go on that link. you get information about how to give on our different platform, or, or, you know, on the wire transfer platform, on the short code platform. That detail uh, should be on your screen right now. And uh, I want you to embrace that as we give to God tonight. I'd love to say a prayer and then have one or two announcements and bring the, the service to a close. Can I pray for everyone uh, giving to God tonight? Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to give to you again tonight. It's our worship. Lord, we're not just donating. We are worshiping you. And your word says we shall honor you with our substance and with the first fruit of all of our increase. So we are brought our substance tonight. We ask that you accept it as our worship. And according to your word, you said the generous gets larger and larger. We ask for everyone who is showing generosity towards your kingdom tonight that you expand their territory, that you meet them at every point of need. Accept our worship and let it prime the heavens open over every life to the end that there shall be no lack in the life of every giver. Thank you, everlasting Father. 
in Jesus' precious name. Uh, so please use the details on the screen to, to, uh, to, to give your, your offerings and your seeds and whatever God has put in your heart to give tonight. And as you give, God will bless you abundantly in the precious name of Jesus. All right, one or two announcements and we'll bring the service to uh, a close. One is, that, I mean, the first one is, is the, send me, uh, the Send Me campaign that I wanted to definitely be a part of. And you won't go out there and be a part of Send Me campaign. So the Send Me campaign is very simple. Uh, we heard you, to, you know, to just go out and do good, but more importantly, preach the gospel. Be nice to somebody to open up a conversation, uh, pay, you know, for somebody's ticket or something, and then preach the gospel to them. Strike a conversation. You can also share, you know, your social media, uh, the experience that you have. Hashtag it, Send Me. Uh, so share your send me experience to us, uh, tag us at Television NG on all of our social media platforms uh, and then just share your send me experience. This is just a time to strike a conversation, uh, to pray for a soul and to put a call through to them. To send somebody a WhatsApp message, drop a voice note for somebody and just let them know that God is watching over them this season and that God wants them to vitally connect uh, with him. So be that star witness that we get somebody into the kingdom of God. You can also just get them to be a part of any of our service online and um, uh, we believe that the word of God will touch their heart. So we also have online tracts available uh, for sharing uh, with new converts on our, uh, uh, on our website, elevationng.org forward slash e-tracts, e-tract, forward slash e-tract, elevationng.org forward slash e-tract. You'll be able to get tracts that are shareable, that you can send uh, to your friends whom you want to introduce Christ to or just prod their heart towards salvation this season. So you can also share your salvation experience or salvation story online and tag at Elevation NG. Just, uh, 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 you know, two, three sentences of how you got saved and tag us. We will, we will then uh, help you promote it and share it on our own platforms if we get that kind of salvation experience. So you can share your salvation experience and just tag us at Elevation NG. It's also a way to be a part of the Send Me campaign. Praise God. God will bless you as you uh, join this campaign this season and allow him to use you to touch a life in Jesus' precious name. Uh, quick one also, the Navigate Conference is starting this Saturday. Uh, registration is still open, elevationng.org forward slash navigate. You can register your kids, register uh, your teenagers. Uh, 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 all teenagers are allowed in. We have loads of vocational training. Uh, we have loads of you know, life skills that we're teaching them. Plenary every Saturday from 4 p.m. West African time. The opening ceremony is this Saturday, 4 p.m. West African time, and it will run up to the closing ceremony on Sunday, the 30th of August. So it's a month-long thing, and during the week, they will have the opportunity of joining on Zoom uh, to be able to learn any skill that they have chosen to learn. So get all your nieces and nephews in, uh, all your protégés, young protégés, get them in, register them. It's all for free. That's, that's the good thing about it. It's for free, so there's no reason why you should not register them. And whether they're, uh, you know, uh, in Nigeria or not, our platform is open to anyone to join from all over the world. Everyone watching me from outside of Nigeria, you can also join and be, uh, get your kids to be a part of this. Lastly, uh, like I announced on Sunday, the Lagos State Government is, has now allowed churches to open, albeit with certain restrictions, and um, uh, also observing the COVID-19 uh, uh, protocols and all that. Uh, 
uh, from this Sunday, uh, maybe a number of churches will now be open, but on Sunday I'll be able to announce when we will be starting in-person gathering. Our virtual services, Wednesday and Sunday, we continue. Our small groups will continue to go, you know, uh, vibrantly. Our online church will always be there, steady, but we will let you know on Sunday when we'll be reopening our doors in our expressions to our in-person gatherings. We have a lot to do to prepare uh, to welcome you back to church. And uh, those processes have commenced, and by Sunday I will let you know when service will be starting in uh, some weeks to come. Thank you very much uh, for joining this service tonight. I uh, wish you all the best of God as you continue your week. Uh, we'll take uh, some more announcements and uh, bring the service to a close. God bless you. Enjoy a powerful and a blessed night. God bless you. And for all the people who sent in their star witnesses, uh, I want to give a shout out to um, uh, people who, uh, who, who have been saved and people who preach to them at Blue Legit. He said, my dad preached to me um, at, 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 at Todapjo. He said, uh, Islis, at Islis Spiritual, I preach to you, all right? At Lagos underscore joy underscore. Uh, uh, I think uh, he said, Pastor Stella preached to me. At Debbie Love One, my mom preached to me. At Ekaneto, my dad. At uh, Pumpkin JJJ, he said, Tope Okeji. God bless you, Tope Okeji. At uh, Ofemoi, he said, my mom. And all that, all that, you know, we just have loads of uh, people who have sent us all kinds of information about the people who preach to them. Uh, friendly Lion said, from your normalcy, as from your normalcy preach. Also remember that all teens far and wide are welcome to register for our online teens conference Navigate holding from the 8th to the 30th of August 2020. Simply visit elevationng.org navigate to register for free and get more details. Remember that you can be a vibrant part of our online community by visiting onlinechurch.elevationng.org where you can interact with us, find resources and make vital connections. And if you'd like to connect with other believers in a smaller setting, please join one of our online small groups by sending an email to smallgroups at elevationng.org. We're just an email and a call away, so send us a mail to info at elevationng.org or call us on 0700-ELEVATE. That's 0700-353-8283. Finally, join us this Sunday on TV and on our various social media platforms for any of our services. All the service times are now being displayed. Be safe, everyone. God bless you and enjoy the rest of your week.